you're there for them to teach you to be an employee. I know. I hate that about it. It's terrible, <laughs> isn't it? It's wild. Hello everybody, we're here today with another great artist. Everybody, Sophie Benice. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks very much. It's good to have you with us in our podcast. Um, Sophie, tell me about your musical journey. Tell me when did you start and why music? I think it was just what I naturally gravitated towards. I just always loved it. Um, I think I was singing since I could talk pretty much and I started playing guitar when I was 13. 13? Yeah. What was your parents' reaction to you showing interest in music? They were always very supportive and are very supportive. Um, they maybe would prefer like, or maybe thought that I should have done something more like um, safe. I guess. More safe, okay. Or just like... What does that mean? Where is that safe place that they recommended? I guess they just thought it would be better for me if I did um, something more like academic. Was that they came up like a kind of conversation that you had with your parents and they were trying to convince you to do something else? And Yeah, we talked about it. Um, I think they just want me to be happy though like yeah, at the sure. end of the day. So, sure, yeah. sure. We just have different views, I guess. So do you come from a musical family or you're the first rule breaker in the family? My dad plays guitar. He's oh, really okay. good at guitar. Um, and mm, otherwise, like, everyone loves music, but not that many people actually um, play or no one's like pursued it as a career. How do you describe yourself as an artist? I usually just say I'm an indie folk singer-songwriter, whatever okay. that means. Um, I write music that's very, like, um, covers themes like the natural world and spirituality and just exploring human emotion. Um, so I usually just define it in that way. But yeah, I think there's probably pressure to, like, squeeze yourself into a box mm -hmm. um, sometimes. But yeah, I know, like, throughout my musical career, I want to explore all different types of weird and wonderful sounds. It's not like I always just want to be creating folk music my whole life. I don't think it's, you have to define yourself. You don't have um, to. No, you don't have to like pick one genre, mm. like stay in it forever. From a promotional standpoint, it would be important because I think when you're trying to reach out to people with your music, it would be important to say, okay, I'm, as you said, I'm an indie folk singer songwriter. So do you play any instrument? I play guitar, yeah. How did it initiate? Did you ask your parents to buy you a guitar or did they bought you a guitar to encourage you into like playing an instrument? Just asked my dad to start teaching me because he played. So he just showed me like the basic chord shapes and then from there um, I just like kind of self-taught a lot as well from like YouTube and whatnot. So do you think if your dad wasn't a musician and wasn't playing guitar, would your life take a different path? I can never know for sure because it's not like I can go back and do life again without that. Mm -hmm. But I think, I feel like it was like at the very core of me to get into music. Mm -hmm. Whether or not I would have learned guitar at that age, I don't know because it wouldn't have been as accessible. 
Um, but I feel like I would have always got into music. Have you released any songs so far? Um, I released an EP in 2020 mm-hmm. that was recorded. It was mostly recorded like underground in the Williamson's Tunnels, if you know that. Okay. Um, and then I released two singles last year. And then I'm also bringing out an EP, actually. I'm going to put all the links to her new songs down in the description. Make sure you go there, click on them, stream them. Go to her social media, give her, give her a follow. Thank you. Tell me, when you released those songs, how did you release them? Did you have a release strategy to release them? And what did you do? I just used a distributor. I used the Muse. Ditto. I started using it years ago because it was free and I was a bit broke. And then I just kind of stuck with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have like the paid version now. I don't know if I'd recommend it. How much you pay? I think it's only like... 20 a year and what do they do for that 20 pounds is it like okay. they just put it out to um like itunes app um spotify like tiktok and instagram etc do you feel any kind of pressure from social media that you have to look in certain way say certain things behave in certain way and if you do how do you deal with them i feel as if in the folk world say for example like if you're a pop musician, I feel as if there is more pressure to fit into a smaller box in terms of like aesthetically. Mm. Although that's definitely improved somewhat um, with like say the body positive movement and stuff like that and like more queer artists. Um, But I feel like everyone is subject to that pressure on some level, like whether or not you're a musician. Um, just having like a lot of value placed on what we look like from a young age like that's deep in our conditioning so um, on that level I don't necessarily know if I feel it a huge amount more like as a musician because I feel like it's a little bit more free in the folk world. How do you keep up with the pace but at the same time have some time for yourself to keep yourself sane because you know you, you can go mad I guess it's what it's what you said isn't it like you have to remember it's a tool and don't let don't let it use you as a consumer and don't let it like suck you into the endless void have you done that successfully I definitely am still working on it I think you just have to have a clear boundary like see it as a business tool and like see when like for me I try and just see it as I don't really have like, like I only have like one Instagram account. I don't have like a personal one and a music one. It's a um, joint one. Yeah. Okay. So I just try and keep it like when I'm like looking at, in, say if I'm like making a post like that's like, I see it as part of my working day. And then I'll, I will literally like delete the app from my phone when I've posted something. So do you, so that do you think not, that simplifies things when you have one account? I think so. It's just like a bit less things to think about Mm -hmm. yeah but I think deleting the app is like really good for me at least so it's not the temptation to scroll isn't I've I've heard that actually a lot of people use it I think I've heard Ed Sheeran's Ed Sheeran or I I don't remember exactly who was it that said this that they try to delete the app and whenever they want to use it as a tool install it sign in post and do whatever they want to do and just delete it again. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if that, I haven't tried it to be honest to say, but you've tried it, right? Yeah, that's it what I do. It wow. definitely helps, yeah. Because wow. it's not 
like it's out of sight out of mind I guess wow have you studied music uh, only up to A level do you think it's important to study music to be a musician I think having the basic theory can definitely help I think it would help me if mine was better because that's not my strong point mm-hmm. um you don't have to study it formally like it's probably really good for a lot of people just to be immersed in a creative space and for networking um but there's other ways to do that without spending nine grand a year so So how do you network? Well, I've lived in this area for most of my life and I've always been involved in the music scene, so, or at least somewhat. So I think I just have, like, I know creative people around me that I can always ask um, to collaborate with. I think it's just a case of getting out there, really. How do you get out there? What should I do? I'm, I'm a musician. I'm in Liverpool. I don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. what should I do maybe like open mics could mm-hmm. be a good place to start I know there's there's a place called Future Yard that puts on that's like, quite events. popular isn't it that's very popular yeah I've actually never been but I just keep hearing about it mm, it's very popular um, it's over I think it's back in Ed right I think so yeah, yeah. there's also um, for women where are the girl bands mm. that's really good do you have a plan B I do feel confident that Um, I mean, music is like most of my income now, like doing, Mm. it's not always like the most fun jobs in the world. Like a lot of it is like pub gigs and stuff. Um, I do a lot of weddings, which is really nice. Mm. Um, So I just feel, I feel confident that I can keep that like growing and growing and hopefully do um, bigger and better things and be able to be more picky with what I'm, like the work I'm taking on. Um, but it's not as if I'm set on just only doing music forever and ever. Like, I'm open to doing... I always want to be able to, like, work for myself and have that freedom. Um, but I've thought about potentially, like, like putting a lot more time into yoga, maybe doing, like, yoga teacher training at some mm. point. So there is something going on in the back of your mind that you're developing that, like, uh, maybe I should do this, maybe I should be, like, a yoga trainer and decide to have it as a plan B or a backup plan or something like that I don't even see it necessarily as like a backup plan it's just something that I love as well I guess that I would like be like more than happy okay okay I understand so where is that plan A where is that ultimate place I feel like it's like human nature to always want more and Mm -hmm. in terms of like career goal I don't feel like there's anything specific that I could get to or most other people where it's like okay I'm done now like I'm totally like satisfied with where I'm at for the rest of my life because I feel like it's just human nature you you get to there and then you want something else don't you mm-hmm. um but in terms of um I guess like for me I just want to I'd rather like focus on like how I feel my inner world more than like a specific outside thing but I guess I'd like to be able to make enough money that or just like have financial stability financial through, freedom out of music okay yeah through just like working independently and doing things that fulfill me um and it's like in terms of like the numbers and like followers and streams and like money and everything i think like that is helpful like mm-hmm. in the world we live in because it gives you more opportunity and more free can give you more freedom but it's like not the be all and end all of everything 
everything by any means. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just want to keep making music that like helps me feel good and like is it good for my own soul basically. You're looking at it um, from a very uh, beautiful perspective. I think it's a balance between the both to have like a dream that here just gives you fire but at the same time being able to enjoy the actual journey as well that's uh, it. because sometimes we just forget about uh, one or another and we just we're focused on making it we forget that it's a journey and we got to enjoy the actual journey or sometimes it's the other way around we enjoy the journey so much and we don't really care about getting anywhere tell me about some of the challenges that you had in your musical journey? Like ultimately it's like I got into music because I loved it and I think that's what most people, why most people are trying to get somewhere with music is because it's the thing in life that like lit the fire in their belly and like mm-hmm. gave them life and purpose and helped them to feel. Um, but I think it's, it's very easy to like get too overly wrapped up in like numbers and, um, like how you think people are like perceiving it instead of just like doing it for you. Do you think it's a number game? If you want to choose between releasing one song a year, which is in quality brilliant, but like comparing to a situation that you release 10 songs or an album or whatever a year, in terms of quality it might not be that great, but it's the message obviously that you want to deliver to your audience, which one would you pick and why? Do you mean quality in terms of like the writing? Or I like that of... question. That's the first time somebody asked me back that kind of a question. I would say in this case, we're generalizing quality in terms of the sonics and the delivery of the message itself. Oh, okay. Well, I'd rather put out, I'd rather put out no songs a year, to be honest, than to put out something that I wasn't happy with the writing. Okay. Um, so it would definitely be one that I was like what if only happy one? with. But if it's just quality in terms of like say it's like most of my first EP it was recorded like underground in the tunnels and so it wasn't like mm. super like clean produced. So as long as the vibes. Mm, I like that. So as long as you're happy with the message, like Sonic wise if it's not like uh, made in an LA studio you don't really mind as long as the message is a message that you want to deliver to your audience you're happy with it yeah as long as it's the right vibe i think sophie do you think talent exists or do you think it's purely work ethic i think talent definitely exists mm-hmm. like we have things that were like everyone has natural gifts like things that they're naturally inclined towards that they love and that maybe they were supposed to do in some regard in mm-hmm. this world but um yeah obviously work ethic is also a huge part of it and if you have the talent and not the worth work ethic then that's probably not going to work out you want to make it make a song what do you do what's the very first thing you do i can never just like sit down and be like i'm gonna write a song today it's usually it will come to me like when i'm just doing something else like like a a notepad or something you have or do voice memos and stuff yeah i just record Mm. voice memos um and then it's usually like sometimes I'll, it will be like all in one go, just like verbal diarrhea from the depths of my subconscious and it will just like write itself. But then most of the time it's like done in pieces and it like slowly slots together. Let's say you're in the process of making a song 
and you get the so-called writer's block, what do you do? I usually just leave it, to be honest, and then come back How to long? It. One week, two weeks, one year, two years? Um, it <laughs> has been years before. It's just however long it needs. Mm. I feel like if I'm trying to like force it from my mind then it's never gonna be as good i feel like it comes from somewhere like a bit deeper leave that a specific song and you start doing a new song is that how it works i usually will have like 50 million songs on the go 50 million. Oh, wow yeah. i'm interested to see your voice memos it's pure <laughs> <laughs> sophie if you weren't a musician who would you be i think i would have gone into something like some kind of like Something in like wellness or health or like holistic mm -hmm. practice of some sort. Have you got any experience in that sectors? I have a Reiki. Um, like I've only got the first level, but I keep meaning to do the other qualifications. So what do you think about the future of music? I reckon streaming is going to stay the big thing for a while because mm. it's the cheapest, most accessible and also most convenient way. Yeah, cheapest that works against the artist. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah. But I also think there will always be a place for physical merch mm. um, of some kind. Because people just like to have the physical thing, don't they? If you had a chance to go back in time and change one thing in your past, what would that be? I wish I had more confidence when I was a teenager. Um, but I got there in the end and... I think if you go through a phase of feeling um, like whatever difficult mental phenomenon it is you're experiencing, that can be um, like a kick in the ass to like dig deeper for your confidence and mm. um, your joy and whatever else. Three things that you want to promise yourself when you walk out of here today that you're going to do it. Be more consistent with yoga and meditation mm -hmm. um, because that really helps me a lot. Always like create adventures for myself, um, like more traveling and just like experiences that are like big and exciting. Mm. Three things that you're grateful for in your life. Music, the people around me, my family and other people. Just human kindness. Sophie, Denise, last words. Thank you for listening, I guess. Like, mm -hmm. it really, like, means the world to me so much. Absolutely. Every time someone, like, messages something nice. Everybody, Sophie, Denise, thanks very much for coming to our podcast. Uh, everybody, I'm going to put all the links to her social media and all the links to her music down in the description. Make sure you go down there, click on them, stream her music, follow her on her social platforms and comment down below. Let me know what you think. Thanks very much. That's what we do at Thank the end so of the podcast. It was a pleasure to have you with us. Thank you. Thank you so Appreciate much. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you.